From the studios of Tucson Business Radio X, recorded in the Stewart Title Corporate Offices on Broadway, you are now listening to The Mark Bishop Show. And now here's your host, Mark Bishop. And welcome to another Mark Bishop Show. You know, March is National Kidney Month. And in honor, the kidney care community is raising awareness about chronic kidney disease, CKD as it's known, so people can learn the importance of knowing their kidney health. The stats are high. One in seven adults in the U.S. currently has kidney disease, but many are unaware because symptoms, they're difficult to recognize. The best way to manage kidney health is to educate people about common risk factors and help them identify symptoms early. So, with that in mind, here is Mandy Hale, my guest today, RN and Vice President of Nursing, Davita Kidney Care. Welcome, Mandy. Hi, thank you for having me. You're most welcome. Now, World Kidney Day is celebrated on Thursday, March 12th. I always know that because it's my birthday. So, and it just happens to be that particular day. Why Kidney Health Matters? I mean, those were big numbers. One in seven adults, Mandy. Well, that is true. And first of all, happy birthday to you. Why, thank um, you, ma'am. About 30, mil- <laughs> about 30 million adults in the United States, so one in seven, have kidney disease. And many of them, as you mentioned, are, are, not, are not even aware that they have the disease. Well, education and it's starting to sound like the darn coronavirus, isn't it? But education is key to prevention, and early detection is possible through a screening that shows the level of kidney function. Now, for people who find out that they have declining kidney function, it's important, apparently, to connect with a kidney doctor who can help slow down or even stop the progression of CKD before kidney failure. That's about it, isn't it? Right, you're spot on. And those tests that can help determine the presence of kidney failure are part of routine tests that are conducted by your doctor when you go for an annual exam. Mandy, why why does kidney failure occur? Well, there's many different causes of kidney failure. I'll tell you the top two, though, the leading causes are diabetes and hypertension, which is high blood pressure. And those two disease processes can, if um, untreated or, or uncontrollable, um, it puts so much strain on the, the kidneys that they lose function and, and, and could lose function all the way to what we would call failure. So g- give us the symptoms of, of declining kidney health, if you would, Mandy. Sure. Well, there's more mild or general symptoms such as fatigue or loss of appetite. There's more severe symptoms such as excessive nausea and vomiting. Um, swelling can occur. So that could collect around the ankles or eyes. There could uh, be the presence of itching. So there are symptoms at at many different levels. Um, The tricky thing about these symptoms, though, is they can be associated with other healthcare concerns or conditions. And so they don't always point directly to issues with the kidney. Mm. Well, I was reading somewhere, you know, on on my research for this interview that uh, changes in urination Now, we don't want to, you know, people have a few beers and there's going to be a change of urination. We don't want them panicking here. But swelling of the feet, ankles, hands or face, and shortness of breath as well. Yes, that could be a symptom. So your kidneys actually help remove toxins and extra fluids from your body. They do that through urine. And when that's not happening, happening effectively, you can retain that water. 
You can retain it, as, as we kind of mentioned, your hands or feet or around your eyes, on your face, um, but sometimes in your lungs, too. And that's what can create that shortness of breath. Hmm. That's something I didn't know. Now, I'm going to throw one at you out of left field, okay? Sounds good. Taking tablets, prescribed tablets from your doctor in the evening too late versus taking them in the morning or during the day. Has that got anything to do with stress on the kidneys? Well, it's a little bit challenging for me to answer that because I, I don't know exactly what we're talking about, but I will tell you that sometimes I do um, see patients who don't take medications at the right time or don't take them at all because of side effects they create. And I can't encourage um, everyone enough to follow those prescription orders, but when they're not working, if something is so disruptive that you're considering not taking the medicine anymore, have a discussion with your physician. Mm-hmm. Today, there's many different medications that can be substituted for one another. There's different um, uh, routines that can be created. So we're able to, in the healthcare industry, often get pretty creative in solutioning um, to work around those types of challenges. Mm. Okay, fair enough. Now, I see where diabetes and hypertension impact kidney health. One in three people with diabetes and one in five people with hypertension also have kidney disease. Now, there's got to be some sort of correlation there. Yeah, there really is. So diabetes and hypertension um, both affect your heart and cardiac system, and your kidneys depend on important arteries to send sufficient blood flow to them. And so both of these disease processes can impede with that effective blood flow and um, cause your kidneys to not be as sufficiently um, uh, receiving blood flow as they should be. And so that can cause us to have complications. So, you know, you're vice president of nursing. I mean, you're on top of all the latest uh, reports. I know it keeps you pretty busy, but how many U.S. adults actually do have kidney disease? Do you have the latest stats on that? I do. It's about 30 million, so pretty significant number. 30 million. You know, I, I grew up under the auspices of, you know, your kidneys will go if you drink too much. <laughs> That's, that was scary enough, you know? Yeah. Well, we do um, in, in the healthcare industry and in the kidney care community like to advise people to avoid drinking a lot of alcohol and, and smoking and um, to, of course, eat eat healthy and, and exercise. So those are kind of the basics for just about any organ, but they are very important to kidney health. Do uh, Are kidneys in demand for transplants? Can you transplant kidneys? You can transplant kidneys, and for many people, that's the best option. Um, it, it's, it's really a great situation when somebody has a family member or, or knows somebody um, that is a match and, and can transplant that way. For others, there's options of getting on waiting lists um, for cadavers, which would be if somebody else passes away and has selected to donate their kidneys. Um, There's registries that track matching that way. Um, So there are different options, and um, I really encourage anyone that is um, having um, any sort of kidney disease or, unfortunately, kidney failure to talk to their nephrologist or kidney doctor about these options and Mm. learn what is available for them. Wow, that's good news. How can someone learn the health of their kidneys? 
Well, that annual doctor exam is a great place to start because it's blood tests, different tests are going to be taken that can reveal kidney damage. And if there is kidney damage present, if there is kidney disease, um, having a referral from your family doctor to a kidney doctor, um, also, again, known as a nephrologist, is so important. You're going to be assigned a healthcare team that includes a kidney doctor, a dietitian, a nurse who are all specialized in that field. It can help create a specific plan for you and your circumstance. Hmm. If you've just joined, I'm interviewing Mandy Hale, who is Vice President of Nursing at Davita Kidney Care, because March is National Kidney Month, in case you didn't know that. So, Mandy, what options do those newly diagnosed have now? Well, the, for, for individuals who are diagnosed with kidney disease, uh, you're, you're going to be presented with a bunch of options from that kidney care team as far as ways to slow the progression. It's important to note that kidney disease is not reversible, but you can slow the progression. For those who um, have progressed all the way through five stages to the last stage, which is kidney failure, those individuals have opportunity to look at options such as transplantation, dialysis, which can be done in an outpatient clinic or at home. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are, there are a variety of options to replace that kidney function as necessary. Yes, I watched my cousin uh, go through dialysis. As a matter of interest, is it genetic? kidney disease or is it very solo it can be it, it can be so anybody with a history of um, kidney disease in their family should certainly make that known to their physician because some of these conditions are, are quite um, familial so what's the first step in managing kidney health do you think um i think the first step is taking care of those basics so eat right exercise avoid smoking and alcohol and I'll tag on with that, see your physician annually for these routine testings. All those kind of kidney labs are involved in that routine test. Well, um, it leads me to this. Is there a way to prevent kidney failure? Wrap yourself up in a blanket, live on an island, is that it? No drinking, no smoking. What else? Well, I like to say that some things can be <laughs> done in moderation, <laughs> such as diet and things like that. So I don't want to tell you a bunch of no's, but what you can do is um, take, take the best care of yourself that you can with those tips that I've given you. Know what your risk factors are. You'll understand those better when you talk to a doctor. And if you visit our website at davita.com, that's D-A-V-I-T-A.com, mm-hmm. there's a whole bunch more information to help you understand how to reduce your risk. But the key, the key thing with kidney disease, again, it's not reversible. But once it's identified, we want to slow that progression because we want to keep people away from needing transplant and dialysis. Yeah, well, we do. Never mind the pain for them. It's the cost as well. So www.davita, one word, D-A-V-I-T-A dot com, davita dot com. And that's the site to have a good learn. I tell you what, uh, great information, Mandy. You, you joined Davita as a patient care technician back in 2001, didn't you? I did. I worked as a patient care technician while I was in nursing school. Mm, you've seen it all. 19 years uh, now. You've worked for the company, and uh, you lead the nursing strategy. I have. Yeah, it's a long time. Um, you're a bit of an expert, I hear, in process improvement and continued quality of care, and you hold a doctorate in nursing from Bradley University and an MBA from Lewis Uni. Yeah, you know, idiot, are you? 
Well, I'm, I'm definitely dedicated and passionate to this cause. So I'm, I'm learning everything I can to help improve the lives of, of people that are affected by good this job. disease. Thank God we've got good people like that. Good on you, Mandy. And keep up the good work, won't you? I will. Thank you. You're most welcome. Mandy Hale, ladies and gentlemen, Royal Nurse, from uh, Vice President of Nursing, in fact, Davita Kidney Care. And you heard it uh, here today on The Mark Bishop Show. Before I go, I think someone is interested in knowing that site again. It's www.davita.com. All her details will be up on the site of Tucson Business Radio X and will be there permanently, so don't panic, all right? Thank you. Goodbye.